Hi, and welcome to the 22nd episode of Durham Stock Talk, exclusively on Radio Naira, Raleigh Durham, on 99.9 FM HD4, 101.9 FM, and 1490 AM. Last time, I talked about and gave various examples of stocks within the education sector. This time, I will be going over a little bit more of a fun sector per se, and that is Reddit stocks. When I'm referring to Reddit stocks, I'm referring to stocks popularized, I think, even around this time last year, a little bit later last year, by uh, stock communities and groups within the Reddit platform. Uh, These stocks basically grew meteorically in price due to these uh, Reddit investors. Uh, And when I say Reddit investors, I just mean people within these investor communities in Reddit who short squeeze these stocks. The most well known out of these is GameStop with a ticker of GME, which we saw absolutely skyrocket last year and it made people who invested in it loads of money. So I thought that it would be fun to go over some of these stocks from last year to see where they're doing now and to see if we should still buy them. So I'll be going over three of these uh you know, uh, Reddit stocks, and those are GameStop, the most popular one, AMC, which also grew pretty high at this time, and then Bed Bath & Beyond. Let's start out with GameStop. As I mentioned just recently before, GameStop was the most popular out of these Reddit stocks. It was the one that grew the most and delivered the highest earnings. So currently looking at GameStop's price, I am actually recording this in the midst of live market hours, so the price is actively fluctuating. However, uh, it's not like necessarily going up by huge margins. It's staying within the range of $135 to $138, currently to be exact at about $137.42. So yeah, looking at GameStop's chart currently, um... I'm pull, I'm looking at the one year chart and you kind of you can kind of see where it was. It was at about three hundred dollars, um, at that time when it you know grew like to that huge point, and I'm pretty sure at its highest. Just trying to look for it. Yeah, no, three hundred dollars definitely seems to be uh, the highest point that GameStop was, because mind you, before that, GameStop as a like GameStop's price was closer to $9.70. So going up from $9.70 to even like this, like $15, all the way back, all the way up, sorry, to $220 in such a short span and then eventually up to $300 is crazy. And even now, its current price is like uh, uh, like $137, which is still huge looking at where it was a little bit less, a little bit more than a year ago. But yeah, as for its chart currently, it basically went up and then went above its 50-day moving average. However, it sank a little bit and is currently still above its 50-day moving average. It's RSI is at about 59. So I wouldn't, I don't think that this would be the best buying point for it just because I feel like if, if you were to buy it, you could make a little bit of money on it. However, not as much as if, if you were to like, wait for it to come down and then uh, invest like when it gets to about what is it 
yeah, 37 on the RSI-ish. That would be a good point to buy. And then, or if you could, if you just see that it goes pretty well below its 50-day moving average, that would also be the optimal buying point for GameStop. As for um, its basics, it is a market cap of $9.8 billion. Its beta actually looks particularly interesting. It's a similar occurrence to what we saw with one of the stocks in the last episode, and that is that there's a negative beta. And I don't know necessarily how the negative beta shows volatility, but giving and looking at, uh, given, sorry, and looking at GameStop's chart, which seems to be pretty volatile, by connecting these two dots, I would also take um, a negative beta as a sign of volatility. But a negative beta, again, shows that for like every dollar that the S&P 500 goes up, GameStop goes down, and vice versa. For every dollar that the S&P 500 goes down, GameStop goes up. So it's kind of like an inverse relationship. And that, I don't know if that's necessarily the best sign. However, it shouldn't deter you from buying the stock. Um, as for earnings estimates, although it met or exceeded estimates in last quarter, it, in the three quarters before that, it didn't. And that, again, is not necessarily a good sign for a stock. So revenue and earnings. Revenue has stayed pretty consistent. It's dropped a little bit. Uh, from 2019 to 2021, and I'm guessing you could credit that to the pandemic and the fact that at the end of the day, GameStop is a consumer discretionary stock, and without in-person sales, it, it still affects the company. However, revenue uh, did come back up. It kind of rebounded uh, this, like this year. Earnings has also been going up. It was going up pretty consistently from 20, 2019 to 2020 and then to 2021. However, it came down a little bit more, and earnings has been consistently below zero uh, for the past four years. So yeah, analysts, again, as you can see with all this information, it all kind of points to the fact that GameStop is not in an ideal position right now, and the analyst recommendation ratings just kind of accentuate this fact. Analysts currently have GameStop as a 4, which is an underperform, and that is definitely not a good sign, not what you're looking for in a stock. As for the analyst price targets, the current price is $136, and the average price target analysts have set for GameStop is $54. So analysts are just, you know, they, they're, they are not optimistic about GameStop. They don't really know what to think, just because although GameStop had that you know, moment or minute of glory uh, last year. As it came as quick as it, well, it went as quick as it came, I should say. The next stock I'll be going over is AMC. And at least from my perspective, AMC was the second most prominent stock in that whole uh, meme stock era. So, yeah. Um... AMC, in terms of its price, has never really got never really got to the point where GameStop is. It went all the way up to like sixty dollars, and its current price is about twelve dollars. Um, but yeah, over like the last over since since February of this year, it's formed somewhat of a continuation pattern, staying within the same range of about like eighteen to twelve dollars, and not really going past then, except for like one major occurrence. Um. As for its chart, 
again, it's been pretty consistently below its 50-day moving average. Uh, but I think that for GameStop, I'm sorry, AMC especially, the RSI would probably be the chart to uh, focus on. So the RSI currently shows that it's at 45, and that's actually a pretty good sign, although it's coming down in a downturn. I think that this would not be a bad buying point for it, because there are two things that could happen. One, it could go up, like right now, and all this is per the RSI. It could go up like immediately, or it could come down a little bit more and then go back up. It just kind of, you know, uh, but even if it were to go up, and when it does go up, you should not be expecting huge returns from AMC. Just given its history, it will probably go up at the max $5 and then come come back down. But given its price, $5 again is not some, you know, uh, measly amount of growth. That's still pretty good growth. As for its basics, it has a market cap of $6.4 billion, a little bit less than GameStop, a beta of 2, uh, which signals that, I'm sorry, I should say 1.8, which signals that it is pretty volatile. And as for earnings, it or exceeded estimates in three of the last four quarters, only missing in uh, last quarter. So yeah, uh, revenue and earnings does look a little bit better than GameStop, you know, AMC was like making money. I mean, it had its its revenue has been pretty cons- it was pretty consistent from like twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen. But as we know, AMC was incredibly affected by the pandemic, and more so than GameStop because GameStop obviously had the e commerce avail e commerce like available to it. However, with AMC, where your whole industry is based off and relying on people coming in to the theater to watch movies. AMC has suffered throughout the pandemic. But I can say confidently that it is getting better. Revenue did come back up, not as close to where it was, but it's definitely still making some growth. And earnings also did uh, come back up, not above zero, but it is getting better than how it was in 2020. As for the recommendation ratings, you know, analysts kind of have it at the same place as GameStop at an underperform, but the price targets are a little bit better, with the highest price target analyst set being at $35, and the current price is about 12 But then again, the average price target that analysts have it as is $10, which is about $2 below its um, current price. Final stock I'll be going over today is Bed Bath & Beyond with a ticker of BBBY. Bed Bath & Beyond is in a little bit of a different situation, at least from a technical perspective, due to the fact that it is at about 30 on its RSI and below its 50-day moving average, making this an optimal buying point for the stock. Looking at Bed Bath & Beyond's market cap, it has a market cap of $646 million, making, out of, making it the smallest company out of the ones we have gone over today. It has a beta of 1.8, again signaling its volatility, and as for earnings, it hasn't met or exceeded earnings estimates in any of the last four quarters. Looking at, you know, the revenue and earnings, revenue has been decreasing pretty consistently over the last four years, and the same is true for earnings, which isn't necessarily the best sign. Analyst price targets, however, are better than the other two stocks. Analysts still have it in between a hold and an underperform. However, the average price target is $5 above its current price. Thank you so much for listening to the 22nd episode of Dorna Stock Talk and tune in every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. to further your knowledge of our financial markets.